What up, what up? <laughs> Trying this daily thing. That's what I mean. That's what the rest of society needs to stop being hard on creators. Because we have to try different things in the fucking first place to see what gets more plays. And it, and it's all hard because you don't know. So, <laughs> Anyways, this is Matt for Crazy Life Stories. And uh, today wasn't that bad. It wasn't as adventurous because it was just a boring work day. But I don't know. It wasn't that bad. Like, But I had a really good conversation with this one girl at work about how like America is just a facade. And it's just stupid. And it's just... <laughs> I mean, I, I I guess the reason I have the perspective I have is because, well, there's many factors for my situation, but the biggest one out of all of them, besides like didn't get married or don't have a college degree job that I've been at for 25 years or, you know, any of the, those things, the biggest thing is I just didn't buy into the American dream. I never have. Like ever since I graduated college, it like disgusted me then. So I just stayed in retail this whole time and, you know, became a pothead hippie guy that just worked in retail just to make enough for my weed and food, <laughs> you know, because because I, I didn't I, I didn't want to buy into having kids and buying a house after seeing like what my parents and neighbors and shit went through. I was like, no, 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 I'm not doing any of that. So I, you know, I have a hard time relating to people in society because like, I've had all these interesting life experiences that a lot of people have not had from the western suburbs of Chicago or whatever, or other suburbs of other cities, whatever. Because they just went to high school, they went to college, and they got a job, and they started a family, and they did all that, which is like the majority of, a, like, the customers I ring up at Whole Foods, that's them. <laughs> you know, so it's like, and that's fine, I don't care, I'm just saying, I didn't buy into the lifestyle. So yeah, I'm suffering, and I don't have a lot of money, and this, and this, and this, but, like, I, I also am very happy to, like not have all these responsibilities that everybody else see people always look at the negative you're living at your parents house and i get that way too sometimes i'm not gonna fucking lie i'm a human being with with that it thinks about status and all that shit even though i don't care about it i still think about it <laughs> you know i'm a human whatever and keep i don't care about keeping up with the joneses but elmhurst and dupage county fucking do holy shit man that's another topic for another day but <laughs> but uh yeah, so, like, I just didn't buy in, so I just enjoy my life. And, like, you know, I just... Also, like, I didn't meet a girl that, like, you know, fell head over heels for me or my talents or... The, I, none of that even happened to me. So, it's like, I'm a completely different... See, people just don't understand me, dude. And, like, I know sometimes I get vicious on Facebook with people, but it's more out of frustration that you don't, just don't fucking understand a person like me, dude. And if, if, if I'm misunderstood enough, I'm going to get fed up. So it's like, <laughs> you know, that's anybody, not just Matt Bennett, whatever. But, like, <laughs> you know, just whatever, man. So it's cool. But so anyways, like, I, I don't know. It was my mom's birthday, and I totally forgot. And I, oh, like made a, a phone call and got my doctor appointment changed so that was good and then i forgot it was my mom's birthday because i was so frustrated with my own problems and then finally my sister reminded me that it was her birthday and i was like oh yeah happy birthday <laughs> so that's how that day started and then it was just like i went to work and did maintenance so so grateful like i think 
after like six months of ringing, like they kind of know that like I kind of want to like stay off the registers now because like I don't know like some of the questions people ask like get to me and shit and like you know like it's just kind of like I don't have the answers so I don't fucking know and that kind of stuff as a whatever mentally ill person or again whatever I am because I've been to a gazillion psychiatrists psychologists this this, and they all say bipolar ADD but who knows if that's what I even am I mean, no, really, that's my problem with everybody that just sticks to their doctor plans and shit. It's like, you guys, you might not even know. Okay, if you have something specific, yeah, obviously stick to the what the doctor's orders and take the right pills, obviously. But if it's a mental thing, you guys, this country doesn't even know how to even properly, prop, properly sorry, diagnose people. And that's why I complain. Because I've been through this shit since I was like 13, 12, whatever years old. And it never ends. You're always fighting to make a doctor's appointment that works around your work schedule. It's just the biggest fucking pain in the ass. The mental health system in this country is shit anyways. There's too many mental health patients right now in in America. Any, right, you know, right now anyways. So the whole thing is just completely fucked up, you know, and it's just like, I'm just trying to get one of my pills refilled and I have the other two and I'm just trying to like focus on this one task when I wake up and it's just so hard to even want to even call the place and like explain yourself for the third or fourth time, you know, it's just nuts it's just fucking nuts. So I did that, and then I somehow got my appointment where I could go to my doctor appointment and rush back from Aurora to Elmhurst, which is about, I don't know, about at least 45, maybe an hour tops drive. And then, then I got to go to a whole shift of work at 2 to 9. You know, and it, I'm sorry, but maybe for some people that's normal shit. But for me... This is fucking stressful to, like, have to go see a psychiatrist just to get my shit refilled and then come all the way back and then change clothes from my comfy clothes to work clothes, fucking go out the door, work eight hours after thinking I was just at the psychiatrist, have to smoke a bunch of weed to forget about that I had to go to the psychiatrist today so I don't throw a fit about it at work. (laughs) I mean, this is how it really fucking is. I wouldn't say it any other way. Because your mental state while you're dealing with these doctors is also crazy. So you can't really, you know, and and you meet with them, you wait, they make you wait in a lobby room at the, the doctor's office for like half an hour, 45 minutes. They're such assholes. And then they see you for like eight minutes, seven, eight minutes. It's not even 10 minutes. And they, they da, 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 refill prescription, da, da, da. and it's just like, that's it. And then you're done. And then you go to your, your pharmacy and you buy your shit. And you're, there you go. And I've been doing this since I was like 12 years old. It's just fucking insane. It's just insane. I mean, I remember you guys back in high school. I had to decide when I had part-time jobs. High school and college. I should say high school and college. 
you know, if I had to buy my Ritalin for my head or go to like a concert. I mean, that's how insane it's been. It's just like, uh, that's just one example that came back to my head from a long time ago. Because I remember driving to a Walgreens and, and getting my prescription and being depressed that I couldn't go to this show instead. And I got my medication. I was like, oh man, this life's nuts. Like, yeah. So it's just nuts. So I, I don't know. So anyways, I went to work today. It was pretty chill. Had, just had some good conversations with people. Like, this other girl, Shannon, was like, she, she's like, do you start feeling, like, more edgy and aggressive the longer you work here? And I'm like, yes. I'm like, I'm, I'm starting to get to that edgy, aggressive point after about six months of, or five months or whatever I've been at this fucking place. I'm like, yeah, I feel edgier. She's like, okay, I'm not the only one. I'm like, no. You know, so, like, you feel edgy at jobs these days. That's fucking nuts. Like, and aggressive because the customers get aggressive. Not all of them, but enough to remember. (laughs) How else can you say that one? Right. Because everybody's fucking stressed out during these stupid COVID times about everything shit on grocery store shelves all that stuff is happening it has been happening since 2020 so it's just like and i've been in the mixed thick of ringing hundreds thousands of people up between jewel and fucking whole food i mean and i'm just like i'm just still just trying to wait for this fucking tax return from this 2500 dollars from fucking 2020 because i'm one of the nine million americans that's still waiting on my return it's such bullshit and uh so i'm just like trying to wait for that money and like work up until i get that money and then i can get out of town it's just nuts it's just literally nuts and it's hard at work to not think about mental health stuff. It's pretty hard, you guys. You, I mean, I have a real strong mind. I've lived on the streets. Like, I have a real strong mind. But, like, the mental health shit, thinking about that while you're at work is, like, the most dangerous combination. It's just like, oh. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. So, But luckily, chill night at work, I just did maintenance, which means you just clean shit up and fucking you have to do this weird walk and there's i'm just trying to explain this this is one of the most bizarre retail it makes sense but it's just a bizarre thing like you have to do this walk around the whole store and there's these numbers from like 1 to 26 and they're they're hidden all over the store and there's spots where there could be messes if you would have to clean up as a maintenance person. But, you know, most of the time there's no mess there. So you just scan the number with this zebra machine thing. I use them at Kohl's, too. I, I don't exa- It's not really like an iPod or a phone. It's like something weirder. And the brand is Zebra. Anybody that works in retail probably knows what I'm talking about that listens to this. <laughs> But, uh, so, like, you take one of those and you, like, vibrate it up against the numbers. So you have to go, like, all around the store. Of course, like, crazy customers are asking you questions. And most of the time, I mean, 
Okay, about not, I shouldn't say most of the time. About half the time, I actually know where the shit is, surprisingly. Even though I'm a cashier, I'm up front, I'm not wandering the shelves like a grocery person, like fucking, you know. But I know where some, when they ask, do you know where this is? I actually, I'm like, wow, I know where that is. Because I guess just because I've had a lot of retail experience, so it just comes naturally to me, whatever. But like, I'm grateful I know where shit, and when I don't know, and it's when there's no grocery person around or, or whatever department I'm in. And I, there's no one or I get so frustrated because I'm just like, dude, like, there's got to be someone around here that knows the answer to this question because I don't fucking know. You know, it's just stuff like that. So it's just like that's what you deal with while you do maintenance. And then you have to you do have to clean the bathrooms if they get bad. But luckily, people at Whole Foods, at least, it's a lot different than Jewel and other places. But, like, they don't, like, bomb out in the bathrooms there. So it's like, oh. So it's not much. It's maybe, like, picking up a few paper towels and put them in the garbage. That's not bad. You know what? For $15 an hour, that's not bad. So the maintenance part of this job is cool as hell. The ringing, getting, oh, and then, like, they're like, oh, we're going to use you for carts a lot today. And I'm like, oh, please, use me for carts over registers. That's what I said. So I think they're going to know now to put me on maintenance a lot. And then I can do carts because I, to be honest, I'm getting fucking tired of ringing people up. Like it's, and I'm not the only cashier saying, trust me, I joke around with my cashier friends at work about all this shit that customers do all day long, you know, and how ridiculous it is and how ridiculous retail's gotten over the years. And so it's like, yeah. So I just, I don't think I can ring much longer. Like I'm going to, like, to be honest, I think there's even a maintenance position open. I might just try to get that because I don't think I can fucking do cashiering anymore. <laughs> like I've rang people up for 20 years. You guys, I don't think I can do it anymore. It's too nuts. I'll bag and I'll do carts and I'll do maintenance, but I don't think I can ring people up anymore. That's too fucking nuts. Like, that's too hard at this point. Because people are, they have like separate orders and then, oh, the soup by itself, charge on this credit card, and then the rest of the groceries on this link card, and it's just so fucking chant. You're like, what the fuck? So yeah, I, I think I'm going to like see if I can just do more maintenance there because it's such a, I come home so much more relaxed when I do maintenance than when I do cashiering. It's fucking true. And 15 bucks an hour for maintenance is worth it. For cashiering, you should probably get more like 17, 18, 19, 20 bucks an hour at this point, honestly, for cashiering because it's fucking hard customers make it hard like with their requests and shit like not all of them of course some are real easy in fact it's kind of every time i would bring someone up i noticed a pattern of what i said and when it was someone easy i'm like thank you for being easy we like people like you and i'd say shit like that and they'd be like oh thanks and i'm like yeah you're easy like you're not complicated <laughs> you know so yeah yeah i don't think i can ring much longer it's too nuts it's too nuts so, uh, I, like I said, I'm just waiting on this tax return, you guys, and then I, I'm going to get out of Illinois because I, I am a drifter person. I really am not a owner of a house person or like, and that's why I feel so small and little, even though I'm a big guy, but like, I feel so small and little in Illinois because I'm like, you have no idea what it's like to like drift back to Illinois and just pick up work and then just stay in Illinois for a while and work and then get out of town and then come back. You know, like I said to myself when I was doing carts earlier, I'm going to say a couple more 
things. Like, like I, I guess I have an enjoyment that other people don't have. I enjoy like going somewhere else and getting losing all my shit and getting it robbed, and then coming back to Illinois and fucking getting a new phone and like getting new possessions for my birthday and like it's just hilarious that I like that kind of stuff because most people would be like devastated if they went through a bunch of phones in their life because they love their phone so much and I understand but I'm just not a possession person you know which Illinois no offense you guys are like you guys love your possessions I'm like oh my god like I hate this shit (laughs) I don't know it's all to each his own it's all good I don't even want to ever sound negative I just I just I just have not lived like everybody else and I'm not like trying to say that to brag or like I mean I'm sure I've done it in the past on Facebook or whatever but <laughs> but it's like I'm just doing what I do because it's what I like doing I just I and really, my ultimate dream is to just travel nonstop with a big lump sum of money and, and, and never really settle down, just kind of go city to city and stay in different... I mean, I'm a motel person. I'm not even a hotel person. See, I'm so different. I'll stay in a hotel, but I don't... I love, I love the vibe and the, just the different types of people you meet at motels, like... It's just a lot more interesting than a hotel. Hotels are more private. You know, you're in and out of your room. You're up and down the stairs or the elevator and you're out the hotel door. You know, like motels, like you get to know people because you're hanging out there more. You know, it's interesting. So it's like, yeah, I just want to travel around in motels and like, you know, go to different weed shops in Seattle and Portland and go down to Austin, Texas for a little, and just go to interesting places and make videos and meet people and get blazed with people. I just want to do stuff like that, you know, but you need a lump sum of money. Like saving up from a job is not going to be enough. Like you need to find another way to make like a lump sum of money just to do that for like a, you know, I don't even care. It could be like a couple months, you know, of it. And then I go back to work or something, you know, it's just like, just to get it out of my system. Cause it's just, I've been back in Illinois for like four or five years, some shit like that. And this is the longest I've been back here in a long ass time. And it's just like, that's why I just don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's like I said. I said it before, but I'm going to say it one more time and then I'm going to go. Every time I drift out of Illinois and then I come back to Illinois and get another job and replace the possessions I lost or buy some shit or get some shit, wait, wait it out till my birthday or whatever I do, you know, it does get worse. Maybe it's just with age, but it, it gets worse and worse. Like parents get, I mean, get worse and worse on you and your life and what you're doing and you know like that shit gets worse and worse and it's just like you're just like I don't know why like most times when I first come back to Illinois for like the first like month I'm like why the fuck did I come back here 
you know, like because I was having such an interesting adventure. Sure, sometimes some tragic shit happens, you know, like something gets robbed from you or whatever, but I was having the most interesting adventures out west. Why would you just stop and come back to Illinois? You know, it's like, why do I keep doing it? That's what makes no sense to me because I bitch about being here, but it's like, why do I keep fucking coming back then? It's weird. I mean, it is where you're from, so fair enough. And I guess you can rebuild. I mean, I mean I'm not saying I don't know those things. I'm just saying there's got to be an uh, besides even besides family and those those roots and that shit. Even besides that, there's got to be another reason why I keep coming back here. Cuz nobody's making me stay in Illinois. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I'm choosing to be here. <laughs> so it's like I don't know. Like, I got to figure that out about my own life. It's like, if I, if, you know, if I want to be somewhere else, or if you want to be a traveler, a drifter still, like, and you don't want to grow up, then you should fucking just pack a bag and fucking go, you know? Like, <laughs> that is the real truth. And I've done it in my 20s and 30s many times, as you know from crazy life stories. So, <laughs> it's just like, I don't know, like, why have I stayed here this long? If I don't, if I'm unhappy here, or like, you know, this isn't my scene or my vibe or whatever. Why would I? Why would I put myself through it more and more? That's that's the part of myself I don't understand. I mean, this time around, I do with COVID. I do have to say that, like, uh, it's it's been harder to want to leave with the COVID shit. You know, but you got to get over that, too. That's the real truth. I mean, in another hundred years, there'll probably be another pandemic. You know, I mean, this shit's going to happen, you guys. You can't just be so afraid of the world. Like, the world has been negative since it started. You have to, you know, and I'm I'm, I'm reminding myself, too, for all the times I get pissed. It's like, well, you have to be a bright spot of sunshine you know, in a dark, clouded world, like, it's true, the world's been corrupt and negative, and there's been thieves, and all, you know, all this shit for, since the start of mankind, so, I mean, it's worse with the internet, it's easier, and people can be lazier and steal easier now with the internet, but it, all this shit's been going on since the start of mankind, so it's like, yeah, the world sucks, but you have to enjoy your life in it, even though it sucks. You know what I'm saying? So, it's a. I'm not saying like I'm not saying it's an easy thing to fucking do, but you have to like find stuff. Like for me, it's like weed. Like weed keeps me at peace from all the decision making I've made in my past and I'm just like yeah but take a hit of weed and just laugh about it so what you're still here to talk about it you're not that psychologically traumatized from being on the streets or having 30 jobs or fucking you know falling short on your art projects or what you're not you're a little traumatized but you're not that trauma you know so it's like whatever like I'm that not that bad like but I do, it's just sometimes, there's just that weird thing. Maybe it's the vibe under these work buildings with the lights or what. But I, you feel, like, I feel mentally 
right now, standing outside on my parents' porch, I feel more clear. And yeah, I smoke some weed, but I smoke weed at work too. So what's the difference? You know, I feel more mentally clear out. Okay, first off, outside, not inside. And I feel better right now. But between three and nine o'clock when I was at work, I got like a mentally ill going through my head. I got like, you know, fucking, I hate my life. I don't may have enough money. Like I got all that shit going through my head when I'm at work. But then when I'm off work, I'm poor still, you know, I don't have anything and I'm happy. So it's like, yeah, work does, work does drag you down in this country. But the, but the catch is you need to make money somehow, some way, you know, I mean, I even make money off this podcast, but again, it's a side hustle. I would love for it to turn into my full-time thing, but I mean, you guys, let's face it, that that's on the listeners. Like I can only make so many episodes in this, you know, <laughs> I mean, you know, that's the thing. Like if somebody really likes your shit or if a ton of people really like your shit, then you did it. But if they don't, it doesn't mean it's bad. It just means it's not popular, you know. So, I don't know. Whatever. Like, as a creator person, as one of million on, a million on this planet, I'm going to be frustrated when my shit doesn't reach enough people. That's natural. You know, sometimes I'm going to obsess about it. That's not natural, you know. But it's just like, I don't know what else to say. It's just like... I'm trying to do what I can do under the circumstances and situations I'm in. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to make the most of this situation. You know, but you... But I mean, it's not easy to stand here on this front porch and look down these blocks at all these huge, like, half a million to million dollar houses and to think that my whole life up until this point, I've never even had close you know, to enough money in this suburb that I'm from to ever afford any of this shit, you know? But I was fine the whole time at the same time with my little shitty retail jobs and other, you know, weird, like, uh, bounce, like, uh, the bounce house play, you know, like the weird jobs I've had, like never enough money to live on, but always lived it up and had a fun time. (laughs) So it's just like, I don't know. Like that's where I can't relate to the people that when it's February, March first, and rents due. I don't have those, that kind of stress. I don't care. I know I'm living at my parents, but I'm just saying I'll live fucking at a motel before I'll live sign a lease to an apartment. You know. So, whatever. Anyways, I'm gonna get going. You guys have a good night. I'm just one guy. You know. Uh. I don't know, like, I'm just trying to hang in there like everybody else, like, it's been a really weird life, like, I know for me, I made my life really weird, too, I'm an honest person, I I made it very strange, but I don't regret, I I just always feel like Illinois, I said it in an episode, sometimes it comes into my head, I said, like, coming back to Illinois from a drift, like, it makes you feel like a failure, you know, but it does, because this place is so business and family and this and this oriented a crazy drifter just comes back into town that lost all of his shit and has to like buy new shit at home you know it's like 
how could you relate to that person versus somebody that just woke up on you know that morning and made coffee and got on his computer to do his college degree job like a normal person <laughs> you know well if you want to call those people normal that's questionable to me but anyways you guys have a great night this is matt bennett for crazy life stories on anchor oh yeah have a good night oh yeah